Hola! Hi, welcome to this week's episode on Addit Corner. My name is Oluwa Tobeloba. guys that was last week's episode i had fun listening to it it wasn't just fun i i basically enjoyed the energy the truth that came out of it the truth and it was as if it was piercing me inside and inside it wasn't just all about addiction you know i i related the issue with every aspect of my life every single aspect of my life i felt so blessed by it you know I listened to it about five times, if not, if not ten. <laughs> okay, not ten. I know it's not ten, but but I know I listened to it about five times. So reaching out for your light, it's like light versus darkness. You keep lying to yourself, but reach out for your light that is within you and just grab it and move forward. So if you've not listened or you're yet to listen, whichever way, don't miss out. Really, don't miss out. This is me to you saying this, not because I'm the one, you know the podcast don't miss out all right guys welcome back to this week's episode um my name is Zulua Tobi again <laughs> let us pray our God and our Father we thank you we thank you for today thank you because you're merciful and you're gracious we thank you because you are long-suffering even in these things that we are doing that displeases you we ask your father that you grant us help as we're here today and you help us to walk in the righteousness that you have provided for us help us to speak your light help us to do your light help us to abide in your space and help us to stay where you are amen amen okay guys <laughs> so um this week's episode is about fighting the giants and it's like an extension of last week's episode it's it's more like you reach out for your light and then you begin to work on yourself and say okay it's time for me to let go of this dude <laughs> right yeah it's time for me to let go of this very awesome substance that has been disturbing my entire family it's time for me to be free right so obviously we know what the giant here is the giant is your addiction facing your giant facing the giant is the addiction that's what we're that's what the giant is and it's tall your giant is strong your giant is very strong your giant is very addictive. Your giant is very seductive. Your giant is very... What other word can we put to it? Your giant is very pleasurable. Yeah. And your giant basically is very um, companionshipy. <laughs> that made no sense, I know. Yeah, but your giant has a way of keeping you company. Yeah, 
this. I, I don't know if any of us has ever thought about our addiction as our companion. Yeah. You know when you meet someone for the first time or your friend or something or anyone and you become best friends with that person. When it's time for you to let them go, you, it's, it's hard even if they are not so good to you actually. It's very difficult for you to let anything go. I, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes when I'm so used to a person, just like a person told me one day that I should block a contact. I'm like, it's better for me not to be talking to the person than to actually block the person on my phone. And it's like, ah, don't worry, don't block the person. Let's see what <laughs> you know. I don't even know how to say block this person, like this person not be in my universe anymore. Because I feel People, I'm going to need you one day, right? I'm going to need you sometime. So it's like when I'm so used to you or used to a thing, it's hard for me to let you go. Even if you are a bad influence, it's very difficult for me to let you go. I want to think about all the good sides of it. But yeah, in this, this case is different though. This one doesn't even have a good side to it. Your addiction has no good side to it. It's just a good companion. Now, the question you should ask yourself, after you've reached for your light, how come you are finding it difficult to let go of your addiction? The aspect I'm going to be coming from today is the aspect of how we've made, how we've not recognized that our addiction has become our companion that we cannot let go of. Yeah. So, how have we made addiction our companion? Now, Normally, as, as human beings, we have our worries, we have our cares, we have our pain, we have, our, we have the things that we struggle with. Normally. Normally. But as children of God, it is abnormal. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it that way. As children of God, it's abnormal for us to have all these things. We will have them, but we, it's abnormal for you to have them. It's just like saying... For me now, it's abnormal for me to be sick. No offense, it's abnormal. I find it very abnormal. Somebody will say, it's a normal thing. It's not normal. I'm not actually taking drugs. You know, it's not, me, I don't think it's normal. If I'm, if I'm sick, that means I've been doing some things I'm not supposed to be doing. Probably I've been wearing myself out too much or I've been, I've been stressing myself too much, basically. So I need to know what are the things I should cut off that I shouldn't be doing not to wear myself out. So, I know where the sickness is coming from. So, not just, um, what's it called now? Not just uh, physical sickness, psychological sickness. So, basically, addiction somehow, there are some things that as an individual, there are some things that we struggle with. So, addiction is, of, is abnormal already, but there are some things that we struggle with that we allow our addiction to heal somehow. So, for example, let's say loneliness, depression, anxiety, selves, low self-esteem, inferiority complex. Um, those lead to psychological things that become a huge mole. At first, they were just very tiny lump, but they become so big. They grow so big over the years because your companion, which is your addiction, has been covering it up. So you've not really seen it. 
So you're lonely. You ha- you feel a sense of being alone. You're probably not in a relationship. You're probably feeling like you don't have anybody to talk to. So you get honey, right? You start feeling all somehow and you feel a sense of gratifying the pleasure that is trying to come out of you right so you find yourself in that situation masturbating watching pornography you do it first time second time first time second time nobody to talk to it you don't have anybody to talk to you have you already had a stressful day nobody to talk to you know you got back from work nobody to talk to you just all by yourself and you're lonely and you you don't watch you know the movies on your laptop maybe and you you want to gratify a pleasure so you find yourself healing that loneliness with masturbation and pornography till you sleep off or till you find something else to do or you play games for example some people play games you, you you play games so much or you bury yourself with work because you're lonely a lot of things can be your, your work can be your addiction you can be your work can be your addiction in case you don't know so you are you're trying to heal that part of your life that you are afraid to face and afraid to deal with not just not just loneliness low self esteem so because you want to give yourself a sense of confidence you take you smoke you take alcohol you take drugs so that you can feel a sense of confidence and height inside of you so you do that now you want to feel a sense of um you you want to feel let go of your worries you're depressed and you have this anxiety so you start consuming alcohol so that you know when they say you take alcohol and your worries just go away the thing is the worries come back but at that time you've allowed your addiction to heal to heal funny enough it's actually not healing it's just the mold is just increasing it the lump just keeps increasing just keeps increasing but your addiction is not allowing you to see it because somehow you find a way to bury it and then it comes back alive and you bury it and then it comes back alive you bury it comes back alive so over time you find yourself in addiction over and over and over and over again till addiction becomes a giant in your life Now how do you face a giant? Number one way of facing a giant is to prepare yourself for the battle. You know a lot of us don't do that. A lot of us after we've reached out for a light, we we reach out for the light that that says okay you can do this you can do this walk in light walk in light yes you can walk in light yes you can walk in light okay fine 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 i can walk in light but there are still some things that we have not dealt with some of us have family issues you know parental issues daddy issues uh we have some serious deep rooted matters that we have not dealt with 
So a way of dealing with them is we shying away from the problem and walking away by burying ourselves with addiction. So how do you fight a giant like addiction when you make it your safest hiding place? Till it becomes a giant. Your giant is your hiding place. You, you make it the safest place you can ever go to. So you don't you prepare yourself for the battle. And how do you prepare yourself for the battle? You start working on your mindset. You know, one thing we first of all need to do is to deal with these things that our addiction keeps covering up for us. So you are lonely. Why are you afraid of being alone? Why? Why do you have the fear of loneliness? Why are you afraid of spending the rest of your life alone? Why? You know, somebody says, ah, you you need to be able to have a companion. Yes, but are you walking in the faith that you will have a companion one day by preparing yourself for, for when you will have a companion? Or you are just burying yourself in loneliness all the days of your life. Oh, nobody will ever like me. Nobody will ever love me. Nobody will ever take care of me. How about you make yourself come out of that mindset of nobody, nobody will ever care about you and start caring about yourself and you will see how people will care about you. Now, just in case you don't know, just in case you don't know, it's as much as you love yourself that people will love you. See, yes, it's as much as you love yourself that people will love you. If you don't love yourself enough, people will not love you as much. If you don't care about your existence enough, people will not love you as much. They might, at first, they will, you know, having sympathy for you is different from loving you. We need to be sure of what we're talking about. I've been pitying you and say, oh, she's all by herself. Let's call her. Let's see how she's doing. That's different though. I mean, you love yourself. You love you. You embrace your personality. You walk in the light of who you are. You enjoy you. That is loving yourself. Now, that is as much as people will love you because you are so busy loving the person that God has made you to be. You are so busy developing yourself and the person God has made you to be such that you don't even know when people don't even like you in case they don't. So when they tell you, oh, change this aspect of your life, you're like, oh, really? I'm like that? Okay, I'll change it. And then you work on yourself. You're growing. And people are just like, ah, she's so she just learns. Her life is so easy. You talk to her and she just listens. You know, she cares about you because you love yourself and you want to take care of your mental health. You love yourself and you, you know that there are some times when you feel bad and, you know, you feel bad and you know that sometimes you are dealing with some things and you don't know what to do. So when somebody comes to you and they want to talk to you about something, it's easy for you to even show love because you have loved yourself. It's easy for you to show love to people. That way, people will love you as much. But if you are burying yourself in loneliness, I'm all by myself, nobody cares about me, you're going to ruin a lot of things. Same goes for low self-esteem. Same goes for anxiety. The Bible says, take no thought for, for, um, take no thought 
That's what the Bible says. Be anxious for nothing. That's what the Bible says. But we we think a lot. Oh, we, we think too much. What, what are we going to eat? Uh, what I said, was this what he probably said? What, what are we going to drink? Oh, this play party. Party you are going to in next two years. You are already thinking about what you will wear. Oh, I don't have enough money. Oh, I have to start getting another job so I will look very good for that party. Party you will go in next two years. You are thinking about it already. Your life is valuable. You need to prepare the day of healing. Prepare yourself for the day of healing so that you will stop seeing this, this, what's it called? This addiction as your companion. That is one way one to fight a giant as addiction. You cannot, see, if you keep looking at it as a safe seat, it's a giant in your life. Oh, me, I'm telling you it's a giant in your life because now you're seeing it as a safe place. It's not a safe place. To, it's not a, after your, a, a day's work, you're stressed out. You now find yourself, it's not a safe place. A lot of us have taken it as a safe place. Adultery, a safe place. Fornication, a safe place. Take consuming drugs, a safe place. These are places where we run to away from the world. We don't we, we just want to go to that place where nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares about anything. That's where we want to go and hide. You need to stop seeing your addiction as less of a companion and heal those things that are inside of you to truly face your addiction as a giant. As a matter of fact, if you don't figure out that there are some things that you are trying to cover up in your life, you will never see your addiction as a giant. And as a result, you will never face your giant. As a result, you continue to accommodate it till it ruins your life completely. Yeah. So, leave that place that you are. Pick up your bags. Pick up your mats from the floor. Okay? Stop seeing your addiction as a companion. Your addiction is not a companion. It's not a companion. It's a giant in your life. And the day you see it is the day you'll be free. That is it. would do to have the kind of strength it takes to stand before a giant with just a sling and a stone surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors shaking in their armor wishing they'd have had the strength to stand but the giant's calling out my name and he laughs at me reminding me Tried before and failed The giant keeps on telling me Time and time again Boy, you never win You never win But the voice of truth Tells me a different story The voice of truth
are wondering how do I start doing this how do I start preparing my fields for it don't worry first of all know what is wrong with you ask yourself what am I trying to hide you know, we're not always very truthful to ourselves. That's the problem. We are never truth to our, truthful to ourselves. We never tell ourselves the truth. We never tell ourselves the truth. That's why we end up where we end up. Yes, we never tell ourselves the truth. Ask yourself these questions. What am I covering up? What am I running away from? What am I hiding? So when we ask ourselves these questions, we will know why we have made our addiction. How okay, not why. How our addiction has become a companion. Some of us is not even loneliness. Some of us is, is inferiority complex. So it's some of us is even much more than that. Some of us is one self-denial. Some of us is just one serious level of lack of confidence. We have made it, it's not even just pornography, alcohol, drugs. We have games. We have um, bury yourself so much with your work. You work so hard. Ah, you don't have time for your life. You have made your work your best friend. Nothing else. Nothing else. It has become a companion. What are you making a companion in your life that has become a giant without you knowing? That you have become so small beside it. This thing started as a thing you embraced yourself and now you have become so small beside it, it looks down on you. Such that you cannot make any choice without this companion. You can't make any choice without this companion. You have to consider it first. You know, some of some people actually consider a time for masturbation and pornography such that they want to hang out with their friends, but they feel, okay, I will be watching porn and I will be masturbating, so I cannot hang out with you. I can't see you, so don't be angry. I might not come for the party. What will you be doing? You're not doing anything, no. You're just watching porn and masturbating. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Your wife says, babe, come to bed. You are in the study. She thinks you are studying. You are consuming drugs. You don't have time for your family. You go and drink alcohol, seven bottles every now and then. No time for your family. You're fornicating. You... What is that companion that you've carried so dear that it has become a giant in your life and you don't even see it? Face your giant. Face it, face it, face it. And ask yourself, what am I hiding? What are you hiding? What am I hiding? What am I hiding? What am I hiding from myself? Oh, what am I hiding from me? From me? From me? What is it that I'm hiding that I cannot face it? See, I'm telling you today, the moment you figure out your companion and how you made it, bury you, you're going to be set free. So God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your help. We thank you for helping us to see you and to know you better. We ask that you grant us help as we do your will. Amen.
Amen. Clipped wings, I was a broken thing. Had a voice, had a voice, but I could not sing. You would want me down. I struggled on the ground. Oh, so lost a line. Help and cross, had a voice, had a voice, but I could not talk. You held me down. I struggled to fly now.